You got the chill. The chill, the chill, the chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> There is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. Adult film stars, Matt Hamilton. I, I watch. <laughs> What's up, man? It's Chris Old, man. Former Wisconsin Badger, man. We out here. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, Piers, Jim Rutledge. Rutledge and Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Chris or Jim Rutledge with you. Matt Hamilton was on a couple times this week. You can listen back to Wisconsin on the Man, Apple, Spotify, any of those great places. Make sure to follow our social media uh, this weekend before the Packer game as Matt from, uh, he told me he did this at a pretty awesome location. Matt shot a video for the uh, Dancing Goat, Green and Gold Goat. Uh, oh. Contest, so that'll be up on our social media platforms, <laughs> uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, that. and all you have to do to be a part of it is comment on who you think will be the goat for mm-hmm. the Packers uh, against Denver. And Matt Hamilton is going to share his. That'll be posted on Sunday, and then that's your chance to win a bottle of uh, bourbon from our good friends at Dancing Goat Distillery. So pretty easy way to win, yeah. and you just check that out on our social media. He's Chris Orr. I am Jim Rutledge. And uh, we're talking Green Bay Packers. Uh, JB from the V chimes in, unacceptable, Jim. I'm 35 years old. I've had a Hall of Fame quarterback play for my entire time as a Packers fan. Once we start expecting this as the standard, then we become the Bears, and I will not become the Bears. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But That's funny. You could. I guess, Chris, I'll ask you in primetime Warsheim. And you as a fan, 844-770-3776. Because I am hesitant. Because I have scar tissue of, like, I've seen a lot of bad quarterback play. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Love is looking closer in his own way to a Rex Grossman and a Mitch Trubisky and a Justin Fields. Like, because he's like, I don't think Justin's going to work. Maybe he works somewhere else, but that part doesn't matter. That's what he's looking closer to in my eyes. I can't talk about Cutler because Cutler was already established. Mm-hmm. And honestly, statistically, and you know, Cutler, that offense put up a lot of points. Yeah. Like, and, and like they got the NFC championship game. So like that was not like Cutler's not as bad as mm-hmm. like he just his biggest crime is he wasn't Aaron Rodgers. Like yeah. Cutler was kind of their version, the Bears version of Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Like they won a decent amount yeah, of games with sure. him and he for put sure. up some numbers and he's just for not sure. Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And but they love you won some games with, with, with Jay. Sure. And I see Love looking like a guy who, if everything is perfect, like 40, okay, I'll just look at it like this. So as a Bears fan, I saw the Denver game, and I saw the, um, what was the game, the Commanders game. Mm. Those are two very bad defenses right now, especially against the pass. Yep. And in my, like, I wanted to, my fandom wanted to get excited about it, yep. like eight touchdowns. But I, as like a host and someone who like talks about football, was like, I'm not going to come on the air and be like, Justin Fields turned around because I knew, I've seen, I saw it last year. Yeah. Suspect defense to, or play a specific way that mm-hmm. Justin excels against, mm-hmm. then he does really well. When he's just back to and they don't have an answer for it or he has to process 
more than he wants to. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and that's a debate with Getzey and, and Fields. Like, if the game plan doesn't fit exactly what Justin feels comfortable doing, it's bad. But when it clicks, it's amazing. Yeah. And but that's the problem. Like, it doesn't click enough that to be amazing. So then I know that you're going to see flashes. But as a whole, the inconsistency is the consistency. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Love, through preseason, was consistently inconsistent. And he was up and down. This year, throughout the games, he is up and down. Even that Bear game. The offense put up, what, seven points in the first half? Weren't they up like seven to six at halftime? I believe you're yeah. correct, yes. And then they threw the pass behind the line of scrimmage to Aaron Jones. He housed it and then a three-yard with poor T.J. Edwards had to cover Aaron Jones. Yeah, uh, That's not as bad as Preston Smith having to cover Devontae Adams, yeah. but like, <laughs> not great. He so, locked them up, though. Yeah, yeah. One reception, six yards. <laughs> right. Let's go. So when you, like, and, and I'm not, that's not a knock on love. You just get yeah. the yards that are out there for you. But my point is that, like, they had to kind of kickstart them. Against the uh, Falcons, he had, like, two really good quarters, one okay quarter, and then he was bad in the fourth. Saints, bad three quarters, good in the fourth. Bad all four quarters against Detroit, lowest QBR rating, I think tied with Daniel Jones all year, and then slightly better than that against Vegas. And so, up and down. And that... The, you need to see consistency, not just flashes. At some point, you need to see consistencies because he's not a rookie. Mm-hmm. Like If he was doing this as a rookie, that's a different conversation. I know he's a first-year starter, but Chris, I'll, I'll ask you on this. There is something to a guy who has been in the same system with the same coach who's had all of his mechanics worked on for four year, or yeah. three full seasons last year because of Aaron Rodgers' thumb. Jordan was taking most of those snaps in practice mm-hmm. And then all of this offseason, like Jordan, like adjusting the NFL life, adjusting yep. to this playbook, all those sorts of adjustments are all out the window. Yeah. Jordan Love should be able to hit the ground running, and he did, and then he's stumbled since mm-hmm. then. Yeah, without a doubt. I think the, the biggest thing that you can see to say that uh, he's not ready or where they probably expected him to be is that he just looked really sloppy. Because that's something that you expect out of a rookie. You expect a rookie to look sloppy at times. Uh, you almost expect everybody not to be the exact same person, but you should see a little more consistency out of somebody that's been in the same system for that long. Like The the problems that Jordan Love should be having is more so this defense playing, playing Matt LaFleur's scheme a certain way, a way that they haven't seen or something like that. The adjustments part of the game is what – what we should be harping on uh, Jordan Love for right now when instead it seems like it's like processing and order of operations throughout the play, which is tough, which is something that you don't expect to see out of a guy that's – even if you were on a practice squad for four years with the same team, you you know that playbook inside and out for sure. By, by this point, you know it inside and out. Unless they're just changing everything every year, which that really nobody sense. does. Right. Uh, there, there's no, there's no real excuse for it, and that's where, like, he is capable of throwing yeah. a good deep ball, but mm-hmm. like, that's where the deep ball issues are coming in. Is that it's not being processed fast yeah. enough, or he's giving up on it too fast? Like, mm-hmm. they would love him to throw the ball down the field, but he's missing it all the time. He's physically, we saw it, mm-hmm. and that's why I go back to I think he's good enough. And this is the hardest part. There's a lot of quarterbacks. You give them the pocket before they're ruined. Now, yep. some of them at some point. They just their confidence is rattled to a point they can't play, yeah. and I don't think Jordan's there yet. That's mm-hmm. why I don't write him off. No, he's not so there. I think if you game one Bears least pressured quarterback mm-hmm. in all of the NFL over the last two seasons mm-hmm. against the Bears looked really good yep. for the half, and so clean pocket, good decisions, got the ball quick, 
And when he has a clean pocket, he can make good, quick decisions, get the ball out quick, and even make a few throws down the field. But that ain't the NFL. Nope. Like Aaron Rodgers didn't have clean pockets last year or other years, or even think of his best plays. Like Aaron Rodgers had to make a lot of plays with his feet. Now he had playmakers, but mm-hmm. Aaron had to go move around out of the pocket and make some amazing throws. So these off schedule, off target throws are not in Jordan Love's repertoire yet. Mm-hmm. If you give Jordan Love a good offensive line and weapons to get open, he can process that, I think, fairly quick. Now, and I, I forget who said this, but in college, like you get an etch sketch. You think of an etch sketch and you just draw out the play. And in college, for the most part, you don't have time to uh, how much you can change up your defense week yeah. to week and mm-hmm. you know specify it to a specific mm-hmm. offense. So what you see is what you get. So it's just there. In the NFL, you take the etch sketch right before the snap. They shake it up. Oh yeah. And now you don't know what the hell is drawn mm-hmm. out there. Yep. And that's what George. And that's it's hard as hell. Like that's the, that's the part I keep I'm coming back to is that it's like borderline impossible to play mm-hmm. quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it almost it seems it's a, it's a lot harder than people think. Like even something as simple as what you brought up with the comparison of college to the NFL. Like something as simple as this in college, a lot of guys their football age might not even be that high. You know, everybody was the best high school player on their team, whatever. And now you're in college where that's an even playing field, and a lot of the safeties and defensive backs and linebackers don't have the discipline to hold a disguise for as long as they need to hold it. In the NFL, some guys, they're just not going to move. They're not going to move. They're going to show you, yeah, it looks like we're going to play this. And a guy might not move the entire snap unless he absolutely needs to. And guys in the NFL are athletic enough now to where on defense they're giving you a job of, yeah, this is your run gap. I know it's real tucked up inside. And your pass responsibility expands from the hash out to the top of the numbers and beyond or whatever. But I don't necessarily run out into the hash unless I absolutely need to. And you get a lot of that in college, so the pictures clear up quickly. So you're like, okay, I can clearly see that this is cover three, cover two, quarters, whatever it is. But in the NFL, it's not like that. Everything is a little muddied because every even zone turns into man. When people think that people are playing zone, yeah, there's a difference between playing like country coverage is what we call it, is where you just go to a landmark on the field, like it'll be the hash, 10 to 12 yards plus two. That'll be a regular landmark. Or sometimes your landmark is, I'm going to drop off the number two wide receiver, which means a slot wide receiver. Depending on where he goes is how I'm going to drop. So it can essentially look like man. If you don't know what you're looking at, you're going to just see man all day. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to be throwing it to, to nobody, to nothingness. But then the second part of that as an NFL quarterback, you have to be able to see these coverages, see what they're holding, what they're disguising, so you understand how that might look understand what they're working to, and then understand where somebody's late and their timing of your route where you can fit things into certain windows. That's the process into another level, which a, a lot is hard to do. It is hard to do. A lot of guys can't do it. A lot of guys can't do it. Did you get all that prime time? Yeah. Get that serial killer brain running back there? What is that even for? Like, what's the point of that? Like, what, where, where, where does that fit in? Where's Man. the transition there? Is that brain's always working, I man. I thought serial killer was supposed to be smart. Yeah, well, you're well, what are you killer, trying to you say gotta, to me? Your, your brain's got to be working. I, I, you know, our teammate texted, and I think you know that if you text into the show, you're going to get put on the air. Molly Brown <laughs> chimed in and said, I'd be lying if I haven't at least thought about Ryan being a <laughs> okay. serial killer. <laughs> if I'm you had to vote one person, it'd be you. Yeah. For okay. sure. Yeah, if you, I mean. If we were doing office superlatives, you'd be most likely to <laughs> yeah, murder multiple sure. people. For sure. For sure. I mean, that's all right. I guess I can. Now, setting aside the seriousness of the murder part, like <laughs> serious. It's the not like we're saying you're just some like lunatic out there just 
like stabbing people in the street. Like, yeah. We're saying you're very strategic. Yeah. And <laughs> you're making everything. He's making everything yeah. look like a heart attack. Yeah. 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 Wait. What? Oh yeah. You're making their deaths look like heart attacks. Oh. oh. It's taken decades to find you. You've only been caught because of a confession. <laughs> you messed up. You told your friend I, yeah. or your girlfriend you or something. You slipped up or you wanted to get caught. I got bored. Yeah. I got bored. Yeah. Yeah. You got bored. Yeah. 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 You got, bored. Yeah. You got yeah. bored. yeah. You're one of those for sure. You're one of those guys. You're one of those. Oh, <laughs> man. You know what? You know what a serial killer needs is a good timepiece. So yeah. maybe you need to go to Chalmers Jewelers, find yourself a, a ball watch. You can kind of look a little fancy. Get yourself a nice watch over at Chalmers Jewelers. <laughs> Or if you got a significant other in your life, you can uh, get them an engagement ring, uh, a push gift if you need to get out of uh, the doghouse, uh, any of those things, Chalmers Jewelers. <laughs> need uh, to put a body in the doghouse. <laughs> Chalmers Jewelers is the spot for you, uh, whether you want to stay out of the doghouse or get yourself out of the doghouse. Uh, custom is best over at Chalmers Jewelers, locally owned for over 30 years. Scott, Garrett, John, the whole team over there will help you out. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Betting with Bruss coming up next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. To midcourt, Rust has it, lets it go! Yeah, ben won, he got nine. Let's go! We are seven-point favorites at home against Illinois. Seven! Go be the money! Good friend Bo from Dancing Goat Distillery in hey. the uh, Everlife Solar Studio here. That's some good bourbon out there, man. I'm a Texas boy. I love my bourbon. Well, there you go. Oh, you. you just got to get out to Cambridge now. Yeah, and try I know, it out. Right? Well, or there's a big pile of <laughs> <laughs> boxes and bottles of it right uh, here in the Everlight Solar <laughs> Studio. He's Chris Orr. I am Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. I think we start calling the show Rutledge and or Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. That, you Rutledge know, or Hamilton. Right. Yeah, there you go. We'll be one of those. But is. Ben Brust is on the show more than Matt Hamilton is. No, no Ben was on the show twice. This, <laughs> I mean, excuse me. Matt was on the show twice this week. Yeah, he just yeah. wasn't physically here. Uh, ben, happy Friday. What's going on, boys? What up, Ben? Having a good old time Things are here. good. Yeah. Things are good. Uh, thank you for accommodating uh, a little Friday betting with Brust. And uh, I agree. Wooly is a serial killer in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even – th- there's worse insults. There are wor- Really? Insults. Are there? Are yeah. there really? Being, yeah, being least, like a pariah of society. At least you didn't say you were like a drugged up serial killer. <laughs> you're like a methodical. Yeah. I'm a sober you're doing this. Killer. Yeah. You're doing yeah. this. You feel like you're actually helping by doing this. Like yeah. Like whoever Chris doesn't say like, like, what's your kink, Wooly? Like, what do you do? Like, okay. <laughs> please don't use the word kink. Please, can we avoid that? I, I, it's more of like a, it's, I don't know, maybe it's like a religious space. I don't know, guys. I haven't thought about it much. I don't have a lot he of He doesn't want to give anything away. No. <laughs> he doesn't want to get caught in, yeah, the, in the He follows in the anybody day. that doesn't say thank you when he holds the door for him. <laughs> yes, yes. It's the little things. Uh, before we get to Stop saying yes. <laughs> Try to play along, Ben. 
Uh, because sooner or later, you're gonna get a, you're gonna get like like this is this is going to be you forever on the air. I will only know you as the serial killer of yeah. ESPN. Well, at least I'm a little more interesting now, aren't I? There, Ben. Yeah, finally, it's taken eight years. <laughs> so, um, I got a couple Iron Jack poll questions. I wanted to ask you just to get your thoughts before you betting with Bras. So, one that we had out today, 804 votes. People are very much still claiming Russell Wilson. But I asked Chris Orr this, like. <laughs> It was basically you and uh, uh, obviously uh, Nortman and Kyle had a question about who's more insufferable, Russell or Aaron Rodgers. So it got me asking, like, do Badger fans still claim Russell? Because he was like, pack of Badgers. This is one year here, yeah. and like he's kind of embarrassing now. So it's like, <laughs> maybe you just don't claim him. Like, oh, yeah, I guess he did go here for a year. Like, so you still claim Russ as a Badger because he didn't even get a degree here. It was just one year. I don't know. He might have got his master's. I, I think he got that. like I think he got partial partial grad degree. Yeah, probably something like. That. Uh, regardless, I'll answer the question. Yeah. Uh, the answer is yes. I do disown mm-hmm. him as a, a as a Badger. I oh. can respect the thirty three touchdowns and four interceptions, but that Mister Limited, <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> and then we asked this one: uh, Will Luke Fickle have a better legacy at Wisconsin than Bielema? That's tough. That's tough. I love Brett. I think Brett gets such a bad rap around uh, around Badger fans. Uh, I mean, three straight Rose Bowls, three straight Big, Big Ten titles, uh, left for money. Like, I, I can't blame anybody for that. Um, and to try and grow his career. And did it work out? Probably not. Would he have stayed if he could go back? I don't know. I optimistically just want to say Luke Fickle just because I want something positive to be said about the Badgers. But – in the open for betting with Brust, it has the we are seven point favorites against Illinois. Well, guess what? A year later, we're only three point favorites. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's not going the best way. And then speaking of uh, probably closer to your heart, hoops. How are you feeling? Badger hoops. Great. Yeah, I really do. Uh, they have depth. Uh, one through three, I feel really confident on. Um, Wall obviously bounce back year if he's healthy and can stay healthy. Uh, I just think, like, again, if you are able to take the losses and the tight losses and figure out a way to turn that into early season close victories and build that tight game confidence up, then it opens up the possibility for them to have a really, really good year. For sure. I want to see them out there throwing oops, man. I want to see us running. I'd like to see a dunk. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel saying. like I, I just feel like I didn't oops. see one dunk last year. So I just want to see <laughs> a dunk basketball from Badger basketball. Uh, that's all I asked for. Uh, Ryan, it's betting with Brust. I saw Ben look at his watch there. So we gotta make Ben's gotta hit the road and get home here. So <laughs> No, that was that was the serial killer texting me. Oh yeah, I'm trying to help him help make the, the audio a little better on his oh, okay. I did this last time and it worked. This operation that Jesse Nelson runs and teaches yes. you, it's yeah. like week by week, it's horrible. So we got like the this, hall monitor and we got, uh, what, are, what was it, primetime slash and dine? Is that, yeah. is that what we call it? <laughs> Someone chimed in with that nickname for uh, Wollersheim. <laughs> but let's. what did we do last week? What did we do last week? Yeah. Well, we played this first. It's not a look-ahead spot for this team. It's a bounce-back spot for this team. Look at me. Your money. You know what else? You're a big winner tonight. I saw some absolute smacks in the NFL. You better luck it up. I'm oh. pounding the over on that. No, you luck it up. You luck it up. This is how I win. What's your lock of the week? Well, Jim, I know that you had a pretty good lock of the week last week. I'm trying to pull it up right now, but the uh, laptops here with I f- able slow I feel Wi-Fi like are I not did, great. I feel like I lost. 
So uh, <laughs> you definitely did. Uh, okay. Which is why it was a good week for the rest of the crew. Um, but I believe Ben, do you remember what your bet was last week? I what is happening? Jesus! I love when Bully's in a panic. It, like <laughs> it, I, I could actually like just see him disheveled and disorganized, and watch him and listen I to him for so ten minutes me. straight. Did this sneak up on you? This is your thing. <laughs> yeah, it's getting there. It's getting there, Jim. Oh my God! I lost, Bully. I lost too. I, I can't remember, remember what the game yeah. was, but I know I lost. I'll tell you in just a second here. Um, <laughs> yes. God, this Jim, is like a, this no, is like a date for, for Ryan. Hold yes, on a second. Okay, hold okay. on. Hold on. All right, Jim. Actually, you did win last week. You had Kansas City minus 10 and a half versus Denver. They won 19 to 8. So you oh, passed. Good. Okay. Well I, done. And I thought the line was bigger than that one. I no. thought that was done. Okay. Uh, ben, though, did not do so well. He had Arizona plus 6 and a half against the Rams. They did not cover in that one. Mm. Then we had no Chris Orr last week, but Matt Hamilton, San Francisco minus 8 and a half against the Browns. Browns mm. took that W. P.J. Walker out there had the game of his life. As yeah, well as the Browns defense. As well as the Browns defense. There we go. Um, and then in our group betting pick of the week, we had the under over under in uh, Wisconsin Iowa. The under hit guys. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen to six. Slam the over under was thirty four and a half. So uh, Jim went two and two. Ben one and one. Matt. A big nothing burger, 0-2 oh, oh. for him in last week's betting with Bruss. So, what is the total oh, no, of man. the group bets and the personal bets? Like, there's no shot so he has ben, that right. Ben is that. three and one in his personal bets. He is three and one in the group bets. Jim so is six two. and two. There That's you what you need. Do you to want the everybody. Do you want the overall? I thought you said you wanted your personal bets versus the group well, I bets. I mean, like. Like, the more you talk, the worse it is for okay. everyone listening. <laughs> All right, fine. Jim is – Open up your mouth. Jim is 5-3 and three on the season. Matt, 3-5. and five. Ben, 6-2. and two. All righty. And what about the – we're just leaving out the other guys? We always and ask, Chris. What do we do with Tark and Derek? We ask their picks every week. <laughs> They're not what here. Why do we care about them? Chris well, why is are we asking two. them? Are we just doing that to do it? You asked to do it. That was but your idea. But they were going to be involved in this. All right. Strofe is 0-2. Derek is 2-0. and oh, Tark is 1-1. and one. Thank you. God. You're welcome. <laughs> Worst run segment I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you should see throwing stones. <laughs> All right. So who's going You're gonna first? You're going to be stoned pretty soon if yeah. you keep killing people. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Chris, so I want you to go first. What's your bet of the week? Uh, Baltimore. Lock. Baltimore. Lock. My lock of the week is Baltimore over uh, Detroit. I think that uh, I think Detroit is still a really good team. I just think that uh, Baltimore's defense is for real. And I think that they can create enough with Lamar Jackson on offense to edge out a victory. I want to say they're favored by three right now. Correct. And, yeah, I think they'll get that done. That's a lock. All right, Jim, what do you got? All right. Um, inspired by that crappy game between Iowa and Wisconsin, I will go under 42. Wisconsin, Illinois, oh, yeah. I think they will definitely do less. For sure. 42. You might have made it 32, and I might have felt good with it. So I'm definitely going under on that game. All right, Benny Betts, what have you got? I like both of those. Um, Jim, you didn't want to dabble in uh, Iowa, Minnesota, my, uh, under over under 30 and a half. Oh, God. I don't want to have to track that game. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to have to know it exists. Um, I, I, I just, I'm still shocked that I'm seeing this line. Washington Commanders, minus three on the road at MetLife against the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones has, still hasn't been cleared. Um, their offensive line stinks. The strength of the commanders is their defensive line. They're going to turn over whoever's back there. They have a better offense than people think. Um, the enemy's a good offensive coordinator. Washington minus three against the puke giants. 
Alright. Now we got a group one? Alright guys, now we got the group bet of the week. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's finally a big game in the Big Ten this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's been schlock all season. But we finally got top ten. We got number seven Penn State heading to number three Ohio State this weekend. Mm. Ohio State favored by four and a half points mm. at home. Chris, who are you taking in this one? This is tough. This is tough because I think I'm going to be talking out both sides of my neck right now. I think that Penn State is a better team than Ohio State, but Ohio State has been tested this year. Ohio State has yep. been into some actual dogfights, and I don't think Penn State has. I think it's going to be their first time seeing that on the road. But <sighs> you do have that middle linebacker neck, so this is why it's taking a while. <laughs> it's hard, to, man. It's hard to give me Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah, give me right. Ohio State. It's hard to bet against them in Columbus, Jim. I'm going to go Ohio State. I, yeah. I, I, I don't believe in Penn State. If it feels in Happy Valley, I might go Penn State. Yeah. I still think I might take Ohio State to cover that one, but this case, like, I would yeah. imagine they reverse yeah. the, the mm. line there. So I'm going to yeah. go Ohio State. All right, Ben. I love Penn State here. Ooh. I like Penn State a lot. I think like they're actually for real this year. Ohio State's given me no reason to trust them. Very true. Uh, I this don't think uh, they've given like the – true Ohio State feel. There's mm. a reason why Michigan is the best team in the Big Ten mm. and Ohio State is second fiddle. It's because Penn State is more real than ever and Ohio State's less real than ever. Give me the plus four and a half. Go be the money! All right. I spare you guys. I'm done. I'm no longer talking during this segment. No, you spare <laughs> everyone, not just us. Great job, Ryan. Great job. Uh, wow, ben, thanks. We're thankful that you're sparing people, man. Usually, you know that's not your M.O. <laughs> Thank you, though. I appreciate it. <laughs> On that note. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. That was uh, betting with Brust. That is a not the best face for Ben. Hilarious. Left right there, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, we'll come back and we'll throw some stones on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Tommy Team sent a message in with a photo of, I believe, is a Matt Hamilton bobblehead at the Malt House, wherever that is. There's locally watering hole. Tommy T. There is a bobblehead of Matt Hamilton. The more confusing part to me, fellas, primetime Warsheim, primetime Slash and Dine, <laughs> and Chris Orr with you, live from the Everlight Solar Studios, Rutledge Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. It is a Fox 27 like, uh, like logo on it, like uh, so. I don't know what he has to do with the the TV folks. Like, I don't know, like the local. Like initially, I thought maybe that was Pablo, friend of show. But then I was like, oh no, you're looking a little closer. That's Matt Hamilton. But hmm. so they must have just made one. Maybe it was tied yeah. to the Mallards. I maybe feel they like got the, a bootleg one. Yeah, you got, <laughs> you, got, you got a bootleg bobblehead. So we'll have to ask Matt <laughs> about that one because he loves his. He loves being a bobblehead, mm. and he <laughs> yeah. he does like. Um, I'm not a bobblehead guy. I actually they, <laughs> they annoy the hell out of me. Well, I just don't understand. They're stupid. They're so stupid. I don't know why you they're can't like, hate bobbleheads. You hate bobbleheads? They just like I had some at my house, and then like one day I'm like, why do I have these stupid bobbleheads? Judgmental like, Jim. Yeah, I have a Bronco I mean, Nagurski yeah. bobblehead that's got like a some Chicago company pizza thing. On I get it. what you're saying. But at the same time, it's just a little catcher, yeah, man. It's just, it's just a little, it's a nice little knickknack. It yeah. takes up. Sp- 
space, though. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Jim's precious space. It's also like a... <laughs> His precious space. All right, don't, I don't want to upset you there, Primetime. <laughs> I love, <laughs> love bobbleheads. Let's throw some stones. What do you mean, throw some stones? Jim, it's Friday. Don't you know what that means here? Oh, what are we doing? It means... It's- hey, you know, you know what, though? No. Why not? No. You can't be a big time. It's Friday, guy. What did you forget? No, I didn't forget. No, no, no. I did not forget this. The Wi-Fi screwed me over. The Wi-Fi um, messed me over with this one. I couldn't get the proper cards loaded because I didn't have time because I was so behind on all my other work today. The Wi-Fi literally has put everything off today. I'm but blaming why? The you Wi-Fi. played them last week. I played them last week, but I was no. I'm saying I was behind on my work, Uh-oh. so I didn't but have like, time. And I, but I, why look. are they not in the system currently? Fish Friday is what I'm referencing here. It's supposed yes. to be Fridays on on Fish Friday on ESPN Madison. We did it for two weeks in a row. We did it for one week in a row, I think. I thought you did it the week before. No. So, but let me ask you: Don't you put these into get behind the in the minutia here? But like, aren't they already in the system? Look. Is that, is, is that is that just let it go? Am I right? Just please though? let it. Yes, yes, you're okay. right. You're right. So thank you. Let it go, please. I'm dead. <laughs> yes, I am getting murdered yes. this week. You're dead. You're, you're dead. Your brain you're pads are gone. You're gone. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> you're rolling right through every intersection, Jim. Oh man. So are you ready for what? JJ Pointed agrees with me on bobbleheads. So yeah, so tell me like we're one for two. We never we so Chris, this thing that he's gonna do now is something we wanted to do like when the show started. We uh-huh. just never did it on a Friday. Wow. Just like Fish Friday. What's going on, Prime? Look, sometimes things fall through the cracks. Those it happens. Bodies. I'm not bodies. A, I'm not it's not bodies. <laughs> Those bodies. You can't I'm busy, man. You can't dedicate enough time because you're too busy out. <laughs> what do you finish this sentence? Scouting 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 scouting. Alright, Jim. Scouting good targets. <laughs> Jim, what's supposed to happen on a Friday? Uh, are we uh, going pole dancing? That's right, we are. And so <laughs> I did have time to put this together. It's a tentative version of pole dancing, but I figured it's pole dancing. It's a segment where we go around ESPN Wisconsin, look at some of the pole results from around ESPN Wisconsin shows. And since it is pole dancing, there's only one song I could pick for this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to play the Dolphins. Ladies and gentlemen, no. welcome into pole dancing. <laughs> Coming to the stage, primetime slashing down. <laughs> You're dang right it is, Jim. Primetime slashing down is here. And you know like what? Britney Spears dancing with those knives. <laughs> <laughs> and I got questions. And my first question from last night's Great Day in Huddle, we had some crosstalk with the guys in the huddle last night. And their first question was, how are you feeling heading into the Wisconsin game versus Illinois on Saturday? Very confident, little confident, very worried, or a little worried. 30% said a little worried. 32% very worried. Only 27% said a little confident. 11% saying very confident. Mm. What do you guys think? I am a little worried. Okay. Yeah, yeah Just, I, I would say a little worried. I wouldn't say very worried. I would, really? have been, I would have been confident if if uh, Mordecai was playing. Yes. Yeah. If, yeah. Mor- if Mordecai was playing, I would say two or and a half points. Or if they just ran right. the ball last week, yeah. I would feel better that they're going to run it this week. Yeah, but that's what makes me nervous. I this feel is... like they're forced to run the ball. Yeah, though. the way we're running the ball, too, is not – yeah, I don't – But they also only have, like, two healthy running backs, yeah. so that's not yeah. great either. Yeah. Not great. It's not a great situation for anyone, but uh, we talked about – We're going to put about... a running back in named Grover at this point. Grover, Grover board a lot? Yeah, yeah. what's wrong with Grover? Nothing, but, like, I just don't know if Grover is – Carrying us to victory. He's the, the, times have, the times have changed, Jim, all right? Grover's Scrappy acceptable. dog. <laughs> uh, but I ask you, who is not acceptable? KBN asked this yesterday. 
Which personality is more insufferable to you, Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson? 43% saying Aaron Rodgers, 57% say Russell Wilson. Ooh. I'll go Aaron Rodgers because, and I'm not from like the East Coast, like a Boston guy, but like the, you think you're smarter than me? Like yeah, he just yeah. gives off this vibe of like, I'm smarter and yes. I'm better. Yeah. Do you like you. apples? Right. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah, I'll say Aaron Rodgers too. He gives off like a smug vibe. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. Uh, and then I'll stick with Kyle Brustin Norman from two days ago. Not sure what the context of this one was, but. Can you be good friends with someone you haven't talked to in two and a half years? 66% of the 238 respondents said yes. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? be, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Depending on y'all's relationship. Okay. Like, so, busy. I, I just want to ask this more for, don't get mad at me, Primetime. Okay. <laughs> Have you spent most of your life in the state of Wisconsin? Like, how far from where you grew I up mean, are I, you? I mean, I'm two hours away from where I grew up. I grew up in Nina, Wisconsin, up in the Fox Valley. I lived in Madison for four years while I was in school there. Oh, yeah. All my friends who I've known, like, all my college friends are still, like, two years out from me. And yeah. I still talk to a lot, most of them regularly. Okay. Yeah. Chris, you're from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> so all I, right, all right. So I moved to Florida, though, for, like, ten years. So, like... For example, when I went back down to Florida for their 20-year anniversary, I bumped in my good friend Brooks, and it was like I never left. Yep. So I would consider that a good yep. friend. We sporadically texted when he's when I was back up here in Wisconsin, hit the ground running, yeah. hanging out with my buddy Brooks. So yeah. uh, same thing when I came back from Wisconsin to, uh, or excuse me, back to Wisconsin from Florida. I had some friends mm-hmm. that I was really good friends with high school. Hit the ground running. Yeah, and okay. some of them I learned that were insane. So then I stopped hanging out with them. But there's still <laughs> other ones. Yeah. That, but like the idea, can you hit the ground running? Yeah. Okay. If you're genuine friends, you yeah. should be able to. Yeah. Okay. All like right. I, I, there was two friends of mine that I had not seen in probably ten years. So, was, but we oh, texted wow. randomly with like, yeah. but just no guys gonna pick up a guy if phone no, just call dude. So like, me, that's just not a thing. Yeah. But we literally, I think we're up like seven hours, like up to like four in the morning, uh, oh, drinking, nice. dancing, going, yeah. just hanging out and, and just catching up yeah. like on our lives. Yeah. My favorite part of that story, though, we were, Chris, how far into a story with good friends, would, into a conversation, would you like wait to tell them you have a kid? Like, how, <laughs> how, how long would that come up? Ooh. It'd be, it'd be fairly yeah, it'd be, quick. It'd, yeah, it'd be pretty quick. It's going to be the first 30 minutes, yeah, right? Yeah, it'd be pretty Three quick. Three and a half we're hours. Three, Three and, and a half, half hours. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> You guys watched all of Killers of the Flower so, Moon before he so, brought up that he has a kid. So, then we started making fun of him for a good hour of like, I had two, I have two kids. My friend had two, uh, three kids. We're yeah. talking about our kids all the time, and then randomly, three oh, and a half hours too. in, he references he got a daughter. We're like, what? <laughs> and she lives with you? Yeah, yeah. Here's some photos. Can what? I see photos? What is her name like? What is happening? How did we go three and a half hours in? We bet you have a kid. Such good friends you guys are. Well, uh, you guys might have been at a nice restaurant enjoying a meal, but Jen Gabe and Chewy on Monday asked, would you rather have great customer service or great food at a restaurant? 82% mm. of respondents said great food. What do you guys think? Yeah, great food. Yeah. I came here for food for real. Yeah. Yeah, great food. Yeah. I would say bad oh, customer horrible. service really yeah. bothered, like really annoys yeah, me. Same. Like. Same. We were somewhere at a chain, and I, I don't like chain restaurants. Yeah. Just, like, support local, and yeah. like you can get the, the same thing, and you're supporting local. And it's always going to be a little bit better local. Mm-hmm. And we went to a chain restaurant, and the food was, like, a C plus. Like, it was mm-hmm. fine. I per- I knew it wasn't going to be good, so I was like, just give me a cheeseburger. It's the cheapest thing on the menu. Yeah. I'm not going to spend extra money on this place because it's not going to be good. But then the service... It wasn't bad. It just took forever. Mm. Uh, and so, and also my other pet peeve, my biggest pet peeve for bad services is clear the table. Like yeah, when food yeah. is oh, done, yeah. drinks yeah. are done, get it off the yeah. table. Like yeah. that is simple. Yeah. And yeah. I, I waited tables and bartended forever. Yeah. 
You're not going to get a good tip. Now, again, I gave. I always. You're the least you're ever going to get from me is eighteen percent, uh, which yeah. is what they got. But mm-hmm. like, you're never going to get a good tip from someone. Like my old thing when I was waiting tables, like, if they have to like move stuff around yeah. to like yeah. write down what they're going to tip you or leave the cash, mm-hmm. you're getting not, not getting a good tip. Yeah. All right. All right. Good rule to live by. And uh, you mentioned the C plus grade for the food you ate on your trip. And trip. It was just the... trip to the <laughs> fast food restaurant. Excuse me, Jim. Sorry. Um, it, was a, it was literally in a Walmart parking Jake, lot. Jake, Gabe, and Chewy were also wondering. This is this one's from a week ago, but I thought it was worth bringing up. Uh, speaking of grades, do you agree with Chewy that quote unquote math is crap? Eighty-three uh, percent of respondents. Math? math, the subject of math, the Something discipline math, right? of mathematics. Map? No, no. What did you think I said? Map. Map? Yeah. No. Math. 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 <laughs> Look, I'm a serial killer, not a drug dealer, Jim. Um, 83% of respondents said, no, we need math. Not math. Math, Jim. What do you guys think? I agree. You need math. Y- yeah, you need it. I mean, I can't do it. Like, I am, <laughs> and that, like, I look, like, I don't know if this is what he's getting to, but I do think math is one of those things that very quickly, like, either you can or you can't. And there should be, like, tracks at school of, mm. like, all right, like I said this all the time, like I'm clearly not going to be a carpenter or an engineer yeah. or yeah. an architect. Like, yeah, I can barely do geometry. Yeah. Like, I can just alge- do the basic. So, math, like, bro. why are you yeah. keep like why are you making me do more? Like, how about and also like this always bothered me at some point. At no point in my current life, and things are way worse in this world than me not knowing math. If I if this changes, I the unit price is available. Also, a calculator is yeah. literally in my hands a at all time. So for me, it, it should be like look. At some point, you realize who could just do like, hey, addition, subtraction, mm-hmm. multiplication, division, and like just know that, and we'll like just know that, yeah. and then focus, learn more about other, take For an sure. extra science class or sociology class, mm-hmm. and then those who can do math and, and really can excel at it mm-hmm. and have a, because I do think it's a right brain left brain thing that either you can or you can't, and so at some point, if you can. Run with it. Yeah. But why are you forcing the rest of us to just drag C minuses or <laughs> <laughs> to like barely get by? And all you really did was just kiss enough ass for the teacher's like, fine, I'll give you a passing grade because yeah. you worked hard enough at it. Yeah. You can't do geometry to save your life, yeah. but I guess I'll move you on. Aw, thank you. Like, that's honestly like helps in sales. It's like, look, man, I'll hustle. I'm like, what, what do you need? Like, what do you need me to show you that I'm trying? Yeah, I just can't yeah, do it. I'm yeah. too dumb to <laughs> not, do this. That book's smart. Just pass, street smart. Just pass me along. Like, <laughs> and so you just had to hustle. Be like, well, we got, like, what do you need? <laughs> you would do extra credit and be wrong at that? Fine. I'll turn in wrong extra credit. But, like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right. That's all I got for you guys. <sighs> Look, we danced all the polls, Jim. Why are you? Oh, so there's at me no like winner. This? Well, I mean, is there? I, there's never been a winner of pole, pole dancing. <laughs> I mean, the winner is all Who of us. Who made more money tonight? <laughs> <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. <laughs> You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Because this was something else we forgot. The last break on Fish Fridays, coming mm-hmm. back, bump back music, is the song Bouncing Around the Room. Well, it's kind of a good song, yeah. and primetime sparked his memory when we brought up that he forgot about Fish Fridays. <laughs> there he is, Bouncing Around the Room. 
That's what we wanted on a prime time. Yeah. <laughs> Dance producer. Are you happy now, sir? Are you Dan- happy now, my my host? Dance producer. <laughs> Dance. Ah, <laughs> uh, you are a good jester. You are a good jester. <laughs> wow, such a serial killer jester. What what can I not do, guys? Jack of all trades, man. You can do it all. That's yeah. why you're a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> He's Chris or I'm Jim Rutledge. This is uh, Rutledge and Hamilton, or Rutledge and or Hamilton, or in for Hamilton today. But Hamilton is here twice this week. He'll be in next week as well. So uh, busy- October is a busy one for uh, yeah. Hamilton because the team Schuster, they kind of have to they kind of take turns on some of it. So mm-hmm. Matt's knocking out a lot here in October, and then he gets yeah. a little bit more of a, a break there in the rest of the year here. But Chris, we're happy to have you all week. Thanks for coming in and hanging out. Of course. Thanks for having me, man. It was fun being on Red Ledger Hamilton. Yes. Aww, thank you. And uh, we'll have you. We'll talk to you on Monday. Hopefully, yeah. talking about a Badgers victory. Hopefully. Hopefully, we're talking about a win. We better be talking about a win. Please. All right. So uh, this is Red Hamilton live from the Everlight Solar Studio. I want before we get out of time here, um, tell me Packers, Badgers. Give me your predictions. Um. This is tough. Yeah. This is tough. I think both of these games are a coin toss. Uh, I do trust the Packers a little more in this situation, though. I think the Packers should go in there and come out with a win. I don't know how much of a different Packers offense we're going to see. I'm excited to see kind of, a, I hope at least, a new look Wisconsin offense. I want to see – this is your time to show that you can win in more ways than one. And we know that you can win in more ways than one because that's what this team was before. This team was a – one-dimensional team that runs the ball, plays good defense, and I think that you have to show yourself as a, as a, a Badger football team that you can still do that against a Big Ten opponent. Uh, it's going to be an emotional game. That's going. I think it's going to be a fun one either way. But I think both of these both of these teams can be. We can we can the whole state can have an L this weekend. It's definitely a possibility, but I think we come out with two wins. What is more likely, prime time, that the the state has two dubs? Or two L's. Two, it's two L's. Yeah, I think two L's is honest. more likely. I think both are losable. If both I'm being really honest, I kind of think the Badgers are going to lose. <sighs> I don't feel good. I think Illinois' offense can move the ball. And I think if the Badgers do win, it's going to have to be a massive defensive game. Another mm-hmm. Ricardo Holman pick six. Yeah. I don't know. I just This offense. You need a I, big performance from the defense. I don't feel good for Braden Locke this weekend. Mm-hmm. And the ba- Packers, I feel better about. But once again, Vegas is even saying that on a neutral site. The Broncos will be favored in this one, and that says a lot. That does say a lot. That does say a lot, man. It's the NFL any given Sunday. Denver is the more experienced team. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's Uh-oh. 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 It's getting spooky for Packer fans. <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't feel confident in either team winning, but I think mm-hmm. they will win. Yeah. I just think they're yeah. going to be okay. nail-biters. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like it is going to be a ugly weekend. It'll be yeah. the, like the weather's going to be beautiful, and the games are going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like you're going to want to fall asleep slash you might fall asleep watching these games. Like I think they're going to be really bad. And then I'll be there, Jim, standing over you, <laughs> I'll be just there. waiting for you to open your eyes. <laughs> Here's Wooly. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. Sweet dreams. <laughs> uh, we'll be back at it Monday. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Cruise Light. Do you believe? <laughs>